Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, if you haven't heard about WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app for iPhone and Android, you got to listen up. This is amazing. You can now get not just CEO Coach, but every Webmaster Radio show on your mobile device. Go to iTunes to download or the Android app stores. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on our new mobile app. Hope to see you there. Please welcome your CEO Coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musig. Yeah, and I've got my good friend Nina Price with me. Thanks for joining me, Nina, and thanks for filling in the entire month of January. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm I'm so curious to hear about your experience in India, Chilean. Well, I thought I'd give a, a little framework around what we're going to talk about today. So many startups, I notice, follow this growth axiom that says companies should conquer their local markets first, then they branch out to national, and then they go to international markets. It's kind of an old school thing, and I don't always agree with that. There are times, I think, when startups should be looking at the global marketplace instantly, understand where they're most likely to succeed with whatever idea they've got, and consider approaching those specific markets rather than starting in any specific geolocation because they happen to be there. So if there's one thing we should have learned by now, I'm thinking the Internet has changed the way we do business and the way we approach our business and marketing. I suggest we leverage that value and identify the markets with the highest potential value for our businesses rather than just following this old rule of thumb. So with that in mind, I've spent the last four years, as you know, traveling around the world, gathering data, establishing, uh, you know, from established and emerging markets. I've been attempting to understand the current and the future landscapes as much as possible. And it helps to understand the broader issues of where entrepreneurship is headed, where it thrives, why it does, and where it doesn't. It also helps me understand which markets will be in need of specific types of goods and services. So today, we're going to take a look at what happened in January. Um, 
you know, you've been holding the fort for me. I really appreciate it. And, uh, and I've been running around Uttar Pradesh in India. So thanks for debriefing me, Nina. I'm going to let you ask the questions. Well, uh, give us a little bit of uh, cluage about where Uttar Pradesh in India is. Um, North India, South India, you know, give it, tell us a little bit about where you got, came in and, and okay. just so we can have I'll, a picture in our heads. Okay, I landed in Delhi. Um, which is in north central India, and um, I had about five hours on the ground, maybe four, and then I cycled out from the Red Fort, which is the iconic uh, fort that is in the center of Old Delhi, uh, to Meerut. And then from there, uh, Meerut is now a little north and east of the city of Delhi, and from there I continued on again a little bit north and east and then south. So Uttar Pradesh is east and mostly south of Delhi. That means it would be central north, right? And if you're doing lateral, it would be east of the center of the uh, of the uh, country. So it uh, will actually go right up to Bangladesh. So wow. to the border, but I didn't go that far. So my entire trip took me from Delhi through. Uh, if people want to check this out on a map, uh, Meerut, um, Gujarali, Moradabad, um, let's see, Kanoj. Uh, I think in between there was another one. I think, yeah, there were several <laughs> small towns in between. We got to Kanosh, which was the uh, the birthplace of perfumes. Quite wonderful. Um, the capital of perfumes. And then went south to Kanpur, uh, which I think gets a bum rap as just kind of a business uh, town and so on. I found some wonderful things there. And then on into Varanasi. So Varanasi is famous for the ghats, and in particular, the burning ghats, where um, bodies are exhumed, uh, excuse me, where they are um uh, you know, burned at uh, with you know great piles of uh, wood, but they are burned right on the steps, which is the Ghats uh, en route to the Ganges, because the edge of the Mother Ganges is the uh, auspicious place to do that. So that was fascinating in itself, uh, an extraordinary experience culturally, of course, but also from a business perspective. So, how many miles did you bicycle? That's a very good question. I do think it was, well, it was several hundred miles, I guess. I would have to run that on a map and find out for you. Um, my limited in a day is about 50 miles. I think it would be better if I had a better seat, and now I've got a better saddle seat. <laughs> All right. So what Jillian and uh, her brother James did was they did something called D-L-I-N. So what does that stand for, D-L-I-N? It stands for Digital Leaders and I-N for India. Digital, oh, okay. Digital is a company out of London, and I'm working with them to bring their events and uh, their connections all around the world, mostly in the U.S., but because I was in India, the DL folks showed up there, too. So, wow. And Digital Leaders India, it was called Search Cycle India 2013. Um, and it was a brainchild of my brother and myself. My brother loves to cycle, and he does tours. Uh, it is his profession, and so he put the tour together. He managed the entire thing um, and literally kept me alive on the road. Uh, the object was to bring out digital marketers, technologists, and entrepreneurs. And from that mix, you can create companies, right? Entrepreneurs with ideas, digital marketers who can get the word out, and technologists who can build it. So... That's what we decided to do, bring them out from behind their desks, draw them onto the road to cycle, or at least to meet us at the end of their work days in the towns along the way. In addition, the idea was to get off the road, very much as Bill Gates does that annually, get off the road, get off the, you know, the Internet, if you will, for most of the day, if not all the time, uh, as he does, and think 
about all the data points that you have already and then to collect new ones. Um, I find myself for many years now racing and racing, pulling in huge volumes of information, data, relationships, and friendships and people and so on and so forth. And finally, it was time to coalesce this and say, all right, let's take some quiet hours to think about it. That was not so successful, I should say. The roads of India are not designed for cycles. It's not a thing to tour on cycles. One does it only for transportation uh, and only when necessary. Um, we move quickly to motorcycles, if you possibly can, and so on. And so the riding on the uh, roads of India was cacophonous, and um, it took all your attention to make sure that you survived the road that day. So there wasn't a, t- a lot of time for that deep thought that I thought would be taking up those quiet hours of continuous cycle. Sometimes, but not often. So you really had to pay attention Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I remember from previous trips to India, you said that the drivers are really quite amazing. Yes, they are. Um, and, and it is an entire class of folks onto itself, uh, very accomplished at what they do, and they will keep you alive on the road. So now one has to learn to negotiate these sorts of crazy things uh, on a bicycle. It was quite amazing to do so. But uh, people were kind, generous, uh, helpful. It was an extraordinary experience. Uh, the less people had, the more they were willing to share what nothing they had. And um, that was quite, quite amazing. So, Wow. Okay. Um, so you were on the road for a month. Yes. And Digital Leaders India. The purpose was to get out there and meet people or to learn or to think. What, what really was your, your goal? So several goals, obviously, the quiet to think and uh, not as successful as I had hoped, Um, but I did learn a great deal. The second was that I've been told in all of my trips to India that India is not in the cities, it's in the countryside, it's in the villages. Go to the village to understand this market. And that's what I did. And moving slowly on a bicycle, uh, as much as maybe 50 or 60 miles a day, um, you can get a depth of understanding of how things function. So there were little things, amusing things, such as the cacophonous sound of the roads in in the uh, cities and even in the highways of uh, India. We honk a horn here in the United States if we are angry or if uh, um, an accident is an imminent danger happening, right? Either it's, you know, severe warning or somebody's ticked at somebody. That's not the case. There's an entire conversation that goes on with the horns in India. A couple of beeps, short ones, means I'm here, I'm alerting you that something's coming beside you. And uh, longer ones means I'm getting closer and the other guy has to acknowledge if there's only one lane and somebody wants to overtake in in incredibly tiny spaces. Uh, A long straight horn says, I'm doing this, please pay attention. These are different sounds. And taking your American brain... And rethinking what it all means and then understanding the different sounds of different types and sizes of vehicles so that when it gives a couple of beeps, you know whether it's a bus, a truck, or a, you know, a little motor scooter coming up. Um, all of those things were interesting. It brought me out of my paradigms. And then I looked at the villages and I understood the process of economy um, one of the most exciting things I saw was the uh, the education um, initiative in India at work. Um, it's working. They have decided to educate every child in the nation and to make them read and write, right, to bring 100% literacy. And I see it working. I know there are many children still not being educated, but boy, out of every home and hovel, every little hole and peep, 
these tiny children were coming out freshly starched and dressed and pressed and off to school. And I looked at that from village to village and realized these villages are still an agrarian society. An awful lot of it is hand-to-mouth, and very little of it is even exported to the rest of the country of India, but it feeds itself that way. Now, what will happen when you move an entire nation of 1.3 billion people from largely no to yes in whether they can read, write, and do simple ciphers? That's an extraordinary change. The biggest change in human existence is what changes, you know, separates us from other mammals and so on. Our ability to read, write, to communicate and store that information, right, for the all time, right? From going from no to yes, we can read and write to, you know, everything else is just a matter of levels. It's just a matter of accomplishment. This is the big difference. We can do it. And when that happens, the needs, wants, desires of those people increase dramatically. How will India find jobs for these people? What will they do when they're no longer satisfied to plant and pull potatoes for all of their days and to live in these tiny villages in homes often made out of mud? And we'll return after this break. We're talking to Jillian Music about her travels in India during the month of January. This is CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we've been listening to Jillian's travels in India. She spent the month of India 
on a project called Digital Leaders India, Search Cycle India 2013. She and her brother and Indian um, technologists cycled around India, and um, Jillian gave talks as well. So tell a little bit about the details. Um, you talked a little bit about the the experience in the villages and that the village is um, India's really in the villages and the countryside. Um, tell us a little bit why you chose India and not China, for example. Well, um, India is the largest democracy on the planet. And if you look carefully at its neighbors on a map, it's the only democracy in the region. Um, I have the sense that as a, a member of democracy and, and feeling that that is, or if you will, a republic, I get it, you know, the, the particulars of it, but uh, by and large, what we would call a democratic society, um, it's something that I would like to support. It's a place where I can see the next Silicon Valley happening. Uh, I think it will happen in Hyderabad, Bangalore, uh, Mumbai, uh, even Ahmedabad and in some ways Delhi, although that is mostly a government town. Um, I think that the excitement is that this sense of entrepreneurship and the movement of technology that will be the industries of the future, that will support all of these other things from democratic societies to the arts and the letters and music around the world, right, will be established in countries, I think it's important that they're established in countries where we can find an open playing field. I recognize that India is in some ways, um, government-wise, if you will, if you will, almost 100 or 150 years behind where we sit in the United States. We've been at it for a lot longer. You know, they were at it since 1947. But if you think about what we had here in the United States, we had no law but a horse with a six-shooter, right? Or a woman with her skirts flying on a barroom table, right? Even 150 years ago for culture, right? So that was our law and that was our culture. And from that came the United States. Over time, these things formalize and come together. So I do hear the Indian population uh, griping about and the rest of the world acknowledging that there's a great deal of graft and uh, corruption and so on inside the government of India. Um, article after article continues to come forward. I hear it. But they gripe about it just like us. You know, I, my put would be don't try that in Beijing. I think it's an important thing to support um, the democracy to support the effort to move it forward, to understand its limitations, and to understand, if you will, the dangers of playing in a very early playing field. But I do think that this is a, um, a business landscape worth supporting for the United States. I think it will support the United States tremendously. As I was talking about these little children who will now grow up reading, writing, and at least doing simple ciphers, they may not get advanced education in most places, but they're going to get something. Right? And those who are very bright will get even more. And that's good, too. But as their needs and desires uh, expand, they will be looking to the United States and other democracies around the world to supply their needs. I think establishing strong ties is a very important issue. And that's why I find this a very exciting market. It's growing dramatically. Uh, at the moment, people say about 18 to 20 percent of uh, India is enfranchised and the rest is disenfranchised. That will change quickly over the next decade. And as it does, again, it provides a huge market for the consumption of goods, services, intellectual uh, pursuits, 
and uh, education. So pretty exciting. So what do you think the business landscape is going to look like as it goes forward? It will burgeon. It will triple and quadruple in size at a speed that will boggle our mind. Um, already people are slogging through the fields uh, behind oxen plows, you know, planting by hand in the way that their great-great-great-great-grandfathers did, and they're talking on cell phones, often on web-enabled cell phones. I visited a plant that is a refrigeration plant. It does have air conditioning in it, and it brings it down to uh, just about refrigerator cold uh, to store potatoes. The guy who built it simply had the largest of the potato farms, having pulled it together from, you know, generations worth of time, and it did well. And then they could build this building, and then they would be able to serve the other farmers. And using SMS, which is, you know, text messaging, right, this guy had a network of more than a 1,000 localities that would buy these now-chilled potatoes at the best price. So he was increasing the income of the local farmers around his village and about 20 or 30 villages around that, right, which are all literally walking distance, three to five kilometers apart. Every little village, you know, kind of squats and and takes care, if you will. They don't have huge farms the way we do industrialized farms in the United States. That will come over time. But right now, it's still a family agrarian farm area. So each of these families was now making a little more because they could price things and sell them at the right time of the year and make choices on their own to meet their financial needs. That was commerce from hand to mouth to organized systems, leveraging technology. This is going to grow dramatically over the next 10 years. Again, increasing the requirements for new businesses, existing businesses, higher technologies, more efficiencies, and of course the needs of the general public. It's going to be a very exciting market in 10 years. And it's time for a break once again. Thank you to Jillian for giving us clues and a picture of what India is like today and probably tomorrow as well. This is based on her um, Project DLIN search cycle India 2013. She and her brother cycled through India during the month of January and she's telling us about it. We are at CEO Coach. This is webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. We're back with Jelly and Musig, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious, tell me a little bit about a fun event you had on the road. You haven't talked a little bit about some of the quirks of traveling by bicycle. You mentioned how generous the people you came into contact with. Tell us the tale of the road. Well, <clears throat> there are so many. Um, let's see. I cycled into uh, a city of Canoges. Uh, which was the capital of perfume. A wonderful experience, and I came away with uh, rose petal scents and so on. Quite amazing stuff. Um, The fellow who owned the hotel, uh, I got to meet in the lobby, and he and I chatted a bit, and I wrote something nice for him on Travelocity and and was very excited to see this hotel because uh, it wasn't even on things like Travelocity yet. Uh, It was brand new. We may have been even the first folks to ever stay there. They weren't quite finished building the restaurant and so on. So we were very excited that this thing existed because we thought we would be in very simple quarters, to put it lightly, uh, that night. Um, The fellow invited us to tour with him the next day to see some of the sites of Canoche. He would simply take off work and do that and then show uh, show us his village. He did not live in the city of Canoche, but a few kilometers outside and then off to the side of the road in his village. And I thought, this is my chance, finally. I will see the inside of a village and how it works. What does this really mean? And he did. He took us to lovely places, to forts that uh, had, um, I don't know, histories, if you will. They're they're fairy tales almost of... uh, tunnels to Delhi and and things like that and wonderful things we saw in the town. But then he did take us to the village. He invited us into his home. There were two fine homes built there, he and his cousin next door. We got to meet his father, who was the patriarch of the family. We got to meet his very lovely wife, who served us tea and a few treats and so on. They were very generous and opened their home to us. And they took us for a walk in their village. They were by far the wealthiest people in the village. They were the big guys. He was going to run for mayor, as had his father before him. There were homes that were significantly lesser homes than theirs, and then homes that were really just mud packs. 
there were many people there, but um, I would say 200 or 300 people lived in this little village. We took a walk, and more and more people gathered as we went. The cows, of course, wandered freely around. We saw the fields where they had planted um, mustard seed, and they had planted potatoes. Most of these people were potato planters, uh, farmers. Uh, we saw the fellow who had been the mayor most recently, uh, we were invited into his home. Again, uh, there is a culture of um, guests being, if you will, an offering to God. When you are uh, you know, gracious to the guest, you have also made, if you will, a religious statement, you know, um, an, an honor to the gods and so on. So we understood that, and we took advantage of as many as we could at least to take a photo inside their homes. We saw a home that had no running water. It had only three walls and a, uh, a curtain draped across it. If you wanted to use the facilities, if you will, you went to the field. There was no facility. It had a little uh, corner in the courtyard that was not more than uh, 10 by 14, in which there was a little wall that was a quarter round, if you will, of a circle, uh, approximately two feet high, and behind that, all cooking was done. It fed an entire family, six, eight, ten people, and so on. They all slept behind the lean-to here, uh, behind this curtain, and so on. But they had a digital satellite. They had access to television in this home. It was interesting to see. My brother and I were both very surprised, and it seemed jarring to our sensibilities. But understanding there are different sensibilities is a critical part to understanding different markets, and especially emerging markets. And far more exciting, I think, was the understanding of even the different levels of um, wealth that went on within the village, even though the finest home was still a simple residence. Um, understanding how people came together and the roles of the different people uh, by their stature and their longevity of having lived there. We understood, for example, that they don't have lines of demarcation between their properties. People simply know where the property line ends, and that's it, and it has been for many generations. These things are not logged into... Um, uh, they're, they're not logged into, uh, what do you call it, you know, formal um, government uh, books and so on. Only if it's a business will it be logged. Uh, so they have a tremendous way to go. Um, and most importantly, I think I understand why people will not leave the village. This sense of home, the sense of family, and the sense of community which binds them so strongly in the village, is not as easily broken as we found it in other places. We will find, I think, not a mass exodus to the cities in the next generation uh, in India, and we will find that India is going to solve its um, uh, business requirements and jobs for these people by finding jobs for them inside the villages in which they live today. I think that's a major difference um, from what we saw in the United States, what we saw in China, and certainly even what we saw in some ways during uh, much earlier stages in Europe. This will be an interesting space, um, and it will be intriguing to see how technology today will support a disparate workforce working in so many tiny different places rather than forcing them to come together to work in offices in a single location.
So this is Jillian Music at CEO Coach with my very good friend, Nina Price. Thank you so much for doing the interview, Nina. I hope I was able to give some perspective to those listeners who are considering where to send their products and understanding a little more how to look at emerging markets. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.